buying behavior has changed. Prospects don't click on links and emails anymore, and they don't watch the videos you spend hours creating every week. Instead, send personalized gifts and memes using Vidyu. You can quickly create engaging, personalized content that immediately grabs your prospect's attention, helps you stand out in the inbox, and does it all without forcing them to click anything or go anywhere. Head over to vidyou.io slash salescast to sign up for free and spend less time getting your messages across and more time selling. My name is Colin Mitchell and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode and now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. Objectivity, repetition, specification. These are Tommy Short's top three qualities of effective coaching. You know, sometimes in our lives, we need a slap in the face to realize where we should improve. And that's what Tommy is, a big slap to your face because he is there to ask questions, push back and give feedback. Join Tommy together with Colin to discuss the power of repetitive review and specific feedback only here in the latest episode of Sales Transformation. What, what are some of the things that you look for when you're reviewing that? Uh, are you looking for ways to improve or, you know, maybe things you could have done better? Just kind of walk me through kind of the thinking when you do that. Yeah. So let me provide a little context. When I was on the court, every time I would watch a game, I would watch it twice. The first time I wasn't watching for the calls I got right and wrong. Cause that's table stakes, right? Like if you can't, get the calls right, like you're not going to be around very long. But the first time I watch it, I watch all non for nonverbal. So I wanted to watch my body language. I wanted to watch how did I carry myself when mm. a partner maybe missed a call? How did I carry myself when I missed a call? How did I carry myself when I was having a tough conversation with a coach? So everything I was watching the first time through um, was only for the nonverbal, was the body language, all the things we can control, no different than in sales. And then the second time it was like, hey, here's five or six tough plays that I want to get better at. But looking at it, and this is what really helped me from a mentor, where I think a lot of uh, individuals, your listeners could could take it away. You have to be objective when you're watching this, right? Like you yeah. can't, I can't look at it as Tommy the ref. I need to look at it as I'm somebody sitting up in the 20th row at this game and I'm evaluating those three officials and they don't have names and they don't have numbers. It's, it's, Three people. I don't care who they are. That's who I'm watching. And it took me a while to get to that point because you know your ego's involved. Oh, that's it's hard. A lot that's of time. Oh, it's it's really hard. But as soon as I made that jump of looking at it from an objective standpoint of like, hey, the only way I'm going to get better is if I'm honest with myself. Um, and the other thing I will say is not only speeches. Now, and the second part of your question was like, what am what am I looking for? So I'll go back and watch my um, if my coaching calls that I, that I, when I work with executives and leaders today, because I want to see how, how was my tone? Did I, did I speak too much? You know, as a coach, my role is not to give answers. It's to ask questions and, and even ask tough questions to give my clients tougher problems, right? Cause I, mm. I'm fortunate. I, I choose to work with really successful leaders, but I work with successful people who want to go to the next level. And so it's not giving the answer. The answer is already inside of them. It's yeah. asking questions. It's asking 
tough questions. And I often joke, the reason you hire me is, is that I'm going to push back. Cause a lot of the people I work with, they don't have a lot of people in their lives that tell them no. And that's yeah. what I'm there for. I'm not there to be a friend. I'm, I'm there to push them, to challenge them, to invite new problems into their life so that they can ascend to another level. So, um, the simple formula that I use with, whether it's a, a coaching call, whether it's a speech, uh, I'll even do it with, with this pie, do it with podcasts. I'm on well, better. How, like, what did I do? Well, what can I do better? And then how am I going to do it? Right. Yeah. And I do that. That's part of, I've got a sheet that I work through every day, um, as a coach now. And that's, that's, what I call my post game. That's what I'm going to, I'll review it after this call and I'll review it at the end today of, of my day. Like, what did I do? Well, what can I do better? And then how, and then I want to go back and look at trends. All right. If you said for the last three weeks, you know, if you're in sales, you want to get better at your opening and you keep listing that for three weeks, like, do you really want to get better? Or are you just putting that down? Cause it's lip service. And so yeah. again, having that honest conversation with yourself of, do you truly want to get better? And if you do, um, make that decision and, and decide that that's what you want to do and then go forward. Yeah. I mean, it's quite the process, man. I mean, I think there's so many people that don't review things enough. And so how can you get better if you're not reviewing Right. I mean, right. first you need the yeah. level of awareness of what it is you need to get better at. Um, and then I love that you actually have a process or a system around documenting this stuff so you can look for patterns. Bingo. Yeah. And one other thing I'll, I'll say that I think will be helpful, um, not I think, I know will be helpful not only to individual um, contributors at the sales level, but even if you're a leadership, one of my mentors actually shared this with me. When when you go to ask for feedback, ask for specific feedback. So mm. let me give you an example. Let's say, Colin, you're my manager, right? And I'm uh, in sales here, right? And I just go to you and I'm like, hey, Colin, uh, can you help me get better on my calls? Well, number one, that's a lazy question. And lazy questions get lazy answers. And number two, I'm asking you to do a hell of a whole lot of work because my gut is, I'm probably not the only rep that you're managing. Whereas on the flip side, I come to you, hey, Colin, I've noticed as I was listening to my calls mm. the last couple of weeks, my openings aren't very strong. Would you mind giving me some feedback? And, and oh, by the way, here's one thing I've noticed, but I'm curious with your experience if you notice anything else. Yeah. Now I want your listeners to go back and listen to that part of the conversation that I just said, because when you ask specific feedback, you're taking a lot of the work out of the person that you're asking to help you. And so now that they can truly focus on this one specific area and they're not worried about, well, I got to worry about the opening. And then what questions did he ask? Did he talk too much? What words is he, you know what I mean? So when you get specific with your feedback questions, you'll start to notice you're getting more specific and, and beneficial feedback from your manager, from your colleague, from your peer, from your whoever it may be. Well, also, I think a lot of times people are not tracking it and looking for those consistencies or those patterns enough to really know what it is that they need to work on, right? They might yeah. just have one situation that hurt really bad. Maybe it was a big deal, you know, a large deal that they lost and something, no such thing. you know, and, and, and something went wrong and maybe that, you know, it went wrong in that situation, but it doesn't mean it's going wrong all of the time. Right. So yeah. I think the key is like really honing in on what it is that you need to work on. And then I love that idea of asking for specific feedback. I'm a big fan of asking for feedback, you know, from customers or prospects, right. You know, sure. and, and pro you know, feedback from people who decided to do business with you, that feedback's okay. 
you know? Yeah. Uh, but the better feedback is the people that didn't go with you. And that feedback sometimes is yeah. hard to get because people don't want to yeah. hurt your feelings. People don't like confrontation. They think it's some sort of trick to try to sell them. Um, and you got to really seek that feedback out to get it. Um, but more importantly, I think you can approach it in the way that like Tommy's saying here is like specifically review everything that happened and then go to them and say, Hey, it looks like maybe this is where, you know, things went wrong or where I might've missed something. I'm just trying to get better over here. You know, no pressure. It's, I know it's not your job to help me, but I'd really appreciate it. You know, if you could give me some feedback and, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe they'll give you some additional context, or maybe they might tell you something that you didn't find when reviewing, you know, the game tapes of that cell. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included, to help you transform the way you sell.